0: Listener Production.
1: Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling.
0: Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Wednesday, the 15th of December. One of Australia's leading epidemiologists is warning residents across New South Wales need to brace for a third wave of COVID after case numbers skyrocketed in the state yesterday. New South Wales yesterday recorded 804 new local COVID infections, up almost 300 on Monday. Of most concern is a growing cluster in Newcastle, north of Sydney, where 200 of almost 700 attendees of a nightclub have now tested positive. The super spreader party could become one of the highest transmission COVID events in the world. Health authorities are investigating whether patient zero at Argyll House in Newcastle caught COVID on a Sydney harbour cruise boat and then allegedly broke isolation orders to attend the Newcastle nightclub. It comes as New South Wales Health Minister Brad Hazard calls on target to fast-track vaccine boosters in New South Wales from five months to three or four months.
1: My concern is... So once the unvaccinated are mixing in with the vaccinated, you'd have to expect the numbers will increase even further. And that's worrying because that puts pressure on our doctors and our nurses and our frontline health system.
0: Despite the new spike in cases, the New South Wales government is still pushing ahead with easing more COVID restrictions from today, including abolishing masks in retail and supermarkets. We'll have more details on the developments shortly. Meantime, the Queensland Government is warning masks could be back on the cards after the state detected another new COVID case yesterday. Queensland's borders reopened this week and now the state government has ordered hundreds of passengers on two flights from Newcastle to Brisbane and from Brisbane to Townsville to spend Christmas in quarantine after a passenger tested positive. The new Queensland Chief Health Officer, Dr John Gerrard, says as the COVID threat increases, more people, though, are getting vaccinated.
2: On the Gold Coast alone, we've seen a doubling in the number of people getting vaccinated just in the last 24 hours. Now, a lot of those people have been getting their third dose because of the advice at five months and that dramatic increase in your immunity that you see when you get that third dose.
0: And Tasmania will today reopen its borders. Travellers must be fully vaccinated, provide a negative test 72 hours before departure and also must have a valid travel pass. Tasmania's Premier, Peter Gutwin, warning there will be penalties for those caught doing the wrong thing.
1: Anyone caught flouting our rules... Uh, faces an on-the-spot fine of $1,557 at our airport. Uh, You could also be summoned with an offence resulting in up to six months jail or a $17,000 fine.
0: And as state and territory borders across the country continue to reopen, more international restrictions are also easing today. The first of more than 100,000 international students and skilled migrants will start arriving in New South Wales and Victoria from today. Australia's international borders have reopened after a two-week pause because of concerns over the new Omicron strain. And in other news this morning, former rugby league player Brett Finch has faced court charged over allegedly sharing child abuse material. The 40-year-old is one of eight men arrested as police investigate an adult phone chat service. Mr Finch has been charged with five counts of using a carriage service to transmit or publish child abuse material. His phone has been seized by authorities. He was granted bail and is set to face court again in the new year. Now, let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. And to New South Wales, where despite a concerning jump in new COVID cases and the new threat of Omicron, more restrictions are easing across the state from today. Masks and QR codes are no longer required in many settings, and limits on gatherings, retail and hospitality have been scrapped. Unvaccinated residents across the state have also been granted new freedoms. Our reporter Michaela Savage has the details from Sydney. Yeah, Tosh, today's a big day for New South Wales. Regardless of your vaccination status, masks are now only required in high-risk settings, including on public transport and in airports. You'll only have to check in with a QR code in certain venues like hospitals. There's now no limit on the number of guests you can have at home and no caps on outdoor gatherings. Either, and retail stores are now open to everyone. And the same goes for personal services, hospitality, and travel across the state. All this comes despite New South Wales yesterday recording 804 new COVID cases. And that's our highest caseload in 10 weeks. And there's now 85 known Omicron infections. Epidemiologist Professor Mary Louise McClaws says anyone who's had the AstraZeneca vaccine has barely any protection against the new strain. Protection from Omicron with AstraZeneca is negligible. It's really not there. But when you're given a booster of Pfizer, you get back that immune protection. We're being urged to book in for a booster shot ASAP. And to WA, and the state is now on COVID alert after three fully vaccinated truck drivers tested positive. Our reporter Emma Griffiths has more from Perth. That's right, Tash. West Aussies are on high alert this morning after three potentially COVID-positive truck drivers visited the state. They arrived last Thursday in two different rigs and returned negative results at the border, but tested positive upon their return into South Australia. Health officials are tracking down at least 55 contacts with a Woolworths supermarket and chemist warehouse among the exposure sites. Health Minister Roger Cook says the site span across Perth and regional WA. If have been to any of the sites at the specified times and dates, you must immediately get tested and self-quarantine until you return a negative result. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Scott Phillips from The Motley Fool. Scott, good morning. Now after a record few years for supermarket giants like Coles and Woolworths during COVID, the situation is changing dramatically.
1: Tash, good morning. They certainly have. The sales have been fantastic and Woolies has been deliberate about trying to keep those sales going. But the company announced yesterday $150 million Worth of unexpected costs to try and basically manage the COVID pandemic. Everything from testing staff in distribution centers, having supply chain problems. The stores are only 90% full. 90% of what they're trying to get on shelves are able to get there. Trucks are going out, not quite half full, but not much more than that. And apparently 30% of them are delivering late at the moment. The supply chains we've talked about off and on over the last couple of months, but this is a really, really tangible example. And unfortunately for Woolworths shareholders, those shares fell eight percent yesterday. That's more than four billion dollars wiped off the company's market cap as they grapple with trying to get intro, in control of the COVID costs and keep uh, sales humming at the same time.
0: And Scott, talking about supply issues as the federal government gets to work on a solution for the ad blue shortage, prices are set to go through the roof.
1: They already have, and this is kind of one of those things where you think, well, the market does what the market's, market does. By the same token, it's a pretty rough one. So in some cases, the price of AdBlue, this diesel additive that's required in modern trucks, and we know that, that you know our supply chains are reliant on those trucks, the price of the additive has almost gone up fourfold as people take advantage of the fact there's a shortage of it. And if you've got some, you can charge a pretty penny to people who are desperate to get more. Sometimes they're stockpiling their own amounts. There is generally that problem as well. But uh, haulage companies are calling for the ACCC to step in here. Uh, you can imagine if the price of petrol, for example, oh, yeah. quadrupled overnight because there was going to be a looming shortage, there would be hell to pay. Uh, we are not, as consumers, often getting ad blue or buying ad blue, but the truck companies are having to pay for it, and they're calling for the ACCC to step in.
0: And speaking of all things big and corporate at the moment, vaccine and blood products company CSL is making a $17 billion takeover, Scott.
1: They are. This is this is a massive, massive deal for another Swiss company. And they're asking shareholders to to tip in six point four billion dollars as part of the deal. They'll do the rest with debt. That makes it the biggest ever. Capital raising. Capital raising is where they go to current shareholders and say, hey, we'd like to buy this thing. Would you mind tipping in some money to help us do it? Um it's going to be the biggest one by a very big margin when it comes to the amount of money being asked of buy shareholders from shareholders and in this case it seems like a pretty good deal the shares have been flying high csl one of the market darlings one of the market favorites by investors both retail and, and corporate shareholders but it's a it's a sign of what's happening in the mergers and acquisitions space and 2021 when we look back will be i think the year of mergers and acquisitions this will be the latest one of the biggest coming on the heels of 24 billion dollars for sydney airport as well while money is cheap just for a little bit longer the corporates are uh, getting
0: the checkbooks out scott thanks so much Thanks, Tash. Time for Sport Now with Brett Thomas. And Brett, all eyes have been on David Warner this week as he finally had the chance to hit the nets yesterday.
2: Yeah, we've been talking about him all week, haven't we, Tash? And he did and apparently struggled as well. He wore a chest plate, only faced 30 minutes of throwdowns and not uh, any of his teammates in terms of Mitchell Stark or Pat Cummins. They weren't firing in to test him out. And when he tried to play pull shots, he was screaming out in pain, Uh, we read this morning. So not a good sign ahead of the second test. And Triple M's Mark Taylor told the Willow Talk podcast, if Warner doesn't play, it leaves a massive hole to fill at the top of the order.
1: Because even though we didn't see the best of David Warner at the Gabba, he still made 94. And and that's what good senior players can do. They... They find a way to make runs even when they're not batting at their very best.
2: So if David Warner wakes up this morning a little bit sore, then uh, you'd have to say he is uh, in serious doubt to play tomorrow.
0: Absolutely, Bretton, England have more headaches than the Aussies, though it's selection ahead of the much-anticipated second test.
2: Yeah, they're keeping a close eye on the fitness of Ben Stokes. He's been troubled by a knee injury. We saw him limping in Brisbane. Now he says it's okay. It's an ongoing issue. He's confident that he can manage. In terms of the batting lineup, they're going to keep that a mystery. We do expect changes to that England side. Joe Root though gave us some hints in terms of the bowling lineup and whether Stuart Broad and James Anderson will return. We've obviously got some big decisions to make. But one of the great things is we're going into this Test match and both of them should be fit and ready to go. And with that amount of experience within your squad, it's um, it's obviously exciting. In the BBL, Mitch Marsh lit up Hobart last night, smashing an unbeaten century as the Scorchers crushed the hometown Hurricanes. It's the first game of the season for the all-rounder after his heroics at the T20 World Cup. And just finishing up, Man United's match against Brentford. Tash has been postponed due to a record number of COVID cases in the Premier League.
0: Yeah, interesting to watch how this all plays out. Brett, thanks so much. Thanks, Thanks, Tash. And a 74-year-old strongman in the UK is attempting to break his 100th world record. John Evans is a champion lifter of heavy and bizarre objects on his head and has broken plenty of records, including balancing two washing machines. Also 230 pints of beer and a Mini Cooper, as you do. He discovered his special gift of a super strong head while working as a labourer. I
1: used to carry bricks on my head on a board and run up ladders all day long to keep three bricklayers going. I was superhuman, taking, taking 24 bricks on my head up ladders.
0: In his final 100th world record attempt before retiring, Mr Evans will have to carry a giant specially made crown on his head in March next year. We wish him all the best. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the new listener app for free. I'm Natasha Billing. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day. And we look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Listener.